folks, Father Columba here. Today, I want to talk to you about how I prepare homilies because I know you all are preparing homilies all the time. Actually, this is, it's not just about homilies, this is about prayer, really. What I found was as a young priest, oh, I don't know if, if I'm a young priest, I guess I'm a young priest still. <laughs> I would seem to be like stuck in the same sort of a homily all the time with the brothers and you could kind of see them tuning out. Specifically then, the homilies were a bit focused on what they needed to change and what they needed to do. Oh, we just need to try harder. In a word, I would say they were getting more moralistic. Now, there's loads of morals involved in the gospel, do's and don'ts, but there is a consequence of the relationship with God. Just as any relationship has, has boundaries, has things that will damage the relationship as well as things that will help the relationship. But if we reduce the relationship down to the things that will damage the relationship and we just focus on whatever you do, don't mess up, then guess what you're going to do? You're probably going to mess up. Those things are very important to know. I, don't, I want to know the boundaries. I want to know how to not drive this relationship off the edge of the cliff. So it's really important, but it's not everything. It's so far from everything to do with the relationship. So if I just focus on the, uh, the edges, then I miss the heart. And that's what I was doing in my homilies. I was ending up with moralism. Have you ever heard that in your parish or whatever else? It just turns into yet another do's and don'ts, how to be a good boy or a good girl. And I'm not trying to downplay that. It's really, really important that we, we be well formed in our knowledge of virtue and the commandments and that we live them. But that that be an expression of our love for Christ, love for others too. Anyway, so I was, I found myself, I was getting stuck. And one day, one of the brothers, he actually spoke to me. He said, come here, can we have a word? And he said, it's your homilies. Do you mind if we talk about your homilies? <laughs> he did it really well. I could see he'd been struggling with my homilies. <laughs> he was assuming a certain pose. And it's a bit of a giveaway. <laughs> the head would go down. <laughs> it would go down like this. Now, he wasn't aware of that, but I was aware of that. So I, I wasn't surprised when he came and spoke to me. And I was really glad he did. So he talked about it and he talked about this very thing, the, the trap of getting stuck and reducing the gospel to morals, getting moralistic, because then we get stuck in the rules and we miss Jesus. We throw out the baby and we keep the bathwater, something like that. And what he suggested, which was really, really helpful, to shift my focus. My focus had been on, God, what do you want to say to them? Which quickly morphed into, how can I fix them? What's wrong with them? How can I fix them? <laughs> temptation of preachers, folks, we want to fix you because we're really nice guys and we want to help. But then it just goes weird. It can go a bit weird and we can miss Jesus. And it just becomes me advising you. Do you ever feel that? that maybe a little patronized by a homily, maybe my, one of my homilies. <laughs> quite possibly, because I forget this every now and again. Or do you feel like, well, where was Jesus in that homily? Anyway, back to, back to the brother who, who confronted me. And he said that the shift is to ask when you're, when you're praying and preparing and looking at, at the word, the prayers, you're looking at the gospel of the day, the readings for the day, to start from the point of asking Jesus, what are you saying to me? But that's the difference. How is Jesus challenging me in these scriptures? What is the living word? Where am I feeling challenged and uncomfortable? Where am I feeling invited? Where am I feeling loved? What's the living word saying to my living heart? To bring myself and my day and my needs and my fears and, and all that I'm feeling and going through and experiencing right now in my life, can I as a priest, as a preacher, as a Christian, bring that to God's living word, his real heart, his real thoughts and feelings for me. 
can I let those two things meet? Because that's, that's when we let the human and the divine touch. And that's where the gospel is. Everything else is, we're going to end up in too much humanity or we're just going to get super spiritual and it's going to be disconnected from reality and it's not going to make sense. God will not hold back. But if we won't present ourselves as you might say, a chalice to receive his inpouring, his blood, his, his spirit, then he holds back because there's nowhere to be for him to be received. We have to bring ourselves to our preaching. We have to bring ourselves to our celebrating of the Mass. We have to bring ourselves to our prayer, guys. If you hold back your real self from him, then he, it's not that he is holding back, but he can't show up the way he wants to in your prayer because you're being fake. I'm being fake. And when I'm fake, I don't get the real Jesus. Real Jesus came to die for the real you, the real me. So in our preaching, in our prayer, let's bring the real us to the table and get ready because you're going to meet the real Jesus. Mic drop. <laughs> Don't have a mic. It's, it's a lapel mic. Lapel mic drops just aren't the same, are they? No. How oh, well. Anyway, guys, I hope that's helpful. God bless you. Pray for me and I for you. And if any priests out there, if that, I hope that's helpful because my goodness has it been helpful to me. All right. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.